What's up, Sam people, and welcome to another episode of the Adam Sandbox, the show where we sit down every week, watch another Adam Sandler movie, and just hate ourselves that little bit more. Maybe we're in our, we're in our own personal hell. I'm fucking Satan, Chris Chewy Maudsley. I'm Luke, and I got big old tits on my head. Uh, Oliver isn't here this week. Sitting in for him is hundreds of spiders with his with his face on them. <laughs> Flubbed that. <laughs> No, nah, you're fine. But it was no, funny. It was good. It was good. I thought it was funny. Just keep going. Yeah. Who's the other person that's here? <laughs> and I'm Morgan, and I'm slowly disintegrating into just a mouth and hands. For all they know, that's all you are anyway. <laughs> so, at least two of us are CGI. Oh shit, Morgan looks like a video game from ten years ago. <laughs> this whole movie was a video game from ten years ago. Oh. Which is impressive, because this movie is over ten I years old. I have... So much to say well, about how okay. uncomfortable the okay. CGI in this Hang movie on. made me. <laughs> like, first, Let's just, wait. first things first, this week we're watching the 2000 classic Little Nicky, written by the Herlihy boy, who just wants to water your flowers and sleep in your bed. Uh, what do we think, gentlemen and ladies? Well, so, I guess we should do a little recap. Like, explain yes. the movie a little. If you haven't gone out and watched it, um, so be it. This, yeah, so we'll we'll recap the movie, and this movie also requires a little bit of a walk through my storied past. Okay, well let's film. let's talk about the movie, and then let's talk about our own personal history with the movie. Because let's get personal. I'm excited to hear all about because this. Yeah, so all right, so this is a movie about um, Little Nicky. The titular cat, Little Nicky is the son <laughs> of uh, the devil, and spoiler alert, an angel. Not that that comes into it until later, but Reese so, Witherspoon is an angel. Oh fuck, she's hot. She's but beautiful in this movie. Yes, she is. Like, big have old... you seen her daughter? Looks she's exactly. Just, she's... just reached with Witherspoon from twenty years ago. Man, this. Yeah, okay, Reese, <laughs> we're getting distracted. Nice... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I hate Reese you. with a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically, uh, he has two brothers who are both way more evil than him. He's not that evil. Probably got something to do with the fact that he is half angel, I guess, and also he's a bit weird. He has yes, a, we'll get to made that. a very interesting uh, choice with the voice, which is explained. Choice of the voice. Ooh, ooh, I'm a poet. Ooh, ooh. voice choice. Ooh. Ooh. Get on with it, Luke. Bit of a voice choice. A voice choice. So yeah, basically, the two brothers. Uh, well, the the devil, played by the wonderful Harvey Keitel, says, "No, nah, I'm going to keep ruling for another ten thousand years." The brothers go, "This is bullshit." They go to Earth and go, we're going to just take over Earth and make that like hell. So Nikki gets sent... Oh, and as, when they leave hell, hell like freezes over effectively so no new souls can come in. So the the devil, Harvey Keitel devil, starts like falling apart with some, you know, creepy results. Uh, so Nikki goes to Earth to try and bring the two brothers back to hell. On Earth, you know, he meets a bunch of colourful characters he's a, a, a talking dog named Mr Beefy uh, he meets a lovely lady played by Patricia Arquette yet another VV Valerie Varan yep. uh, and you know a bunch of other people there's some cameos that we'll touch on in a little bit and eventually it culminates in one of his brothers claiming the throne of hell rising up through Central Park and there's sort of a fight scene and in the end good prevails and everyone lives happily ever after and that's the long and short of it. And, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of points to that recap where I desperately wanted to say things. Yeah, well. Yeah, I, I think that we've got <laughs> Give it quite, a sec. quite an episode here for you guys. I agree. Now, Oliver. Yeah. We grew up together. Yes. As brothers. Yes, we're as related. As brothers often do. Yeah, we're related. This is a revelation. I don't think that's come up at all in no. the podcast. No, so we've far. talked about the fact that we're married. Mm. Yeah, but that's a different... Different story. No, that's fine. That's not um, related. That was after, like, you grew up together as brothers. Yes. One of you was emancipated. You fell in love, got married. It's fine, guys. It's, it's, fine. Whole, it's a whole... 
it's very, it's very complicated. We're yeah, not going to yeah. get into it. We'll get into it later. So when this movie came out on the DVD, probably two thousand, about fifteen years ago, a very early DVD. Yes, it would have been around two thousand and one, I suspect, which would have put me at about thirteen or fourteen years old. Yep, and Oliver at about no, nine or nine 10. or ten. When I was watching this movie. I suspect it may have been your 10th birthday, in fact. I was... Yes, I remember this... I remember I received this movie for my birthday at Hungry Jack's Forest Hill. Yes, you did. Hello, everybody there. from Forest Hill that likes to eat Hungry Jack's. Shout out. Um, I distinctly remember that. I don't remember a lot from my childhood, <laughs> but I just remember that. I remember that because I was getting it for my birthday. It was when DVDs were very fancy. They were very cool. I was watching this movie, and I was wondering... This movie's weird, and I was like, who is this movie for? And I was like, oh, shit. It's, it was it was for me, yeah. roughly 15 <laughs> years ago. I really liked this movie. I was given the choice. Did you liked or like? I liked this movie. <laughs> I, I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying anything. important distinction. I'm not nece- I, when I was a kid, I liked this movie. Um, As did I. Yeah, so... I was given the choice by one of my friends, Matthew Hastis. Hello, if you're listening. I was going to say just Matthew. We don't need to give his last name. But <laughs> no, you can beep it. I don't think he's going to care. No, he probably won't. He, I remember it also. He, by all accounts, is exactly I mean, the same person that he once was. Let's I mean, not get into it too much. So he gave me the choice. He had bought two DVDs for me, and he's like, which one do you want, Oliver? You can choose. And he gave me, clearly, two movies that are equally as good as each other, Little Nicky and The Matrix. And we're talking... Pick, no, we are talking... This is... DVDs are like brand spanking new. We had just mm-hmm. got a DVD player. It's like The Matrix was a huge fucking which deal. Which movie do I want to watch over and over again in crystal clear quality? Little Nicky. Not The Matrix, which is genuinely fantastic. <laughs> even though it got a bit crap after that. But the first one, it's real good. CGI that, is about the same level. CGI is about the same level. That was your first step on the path to this podcast, uh, really. That was... no. I, watched, I watched this movie... On that DVD, I've still got it. Guys, <laughs> guys, I have something to add to this story. I'm going to drop a bombshell on Oliver's childhood. Yep. Because something that he doesn't remember, but I do. Okay. How long have you, you been put that DVD down your pants? <laughs> no, is you are correct. He did give you the choice. But what he did was he gave you The Matrix. You opened it and you were like, oh. And he said, oh, I wasn't sure which one you want. I also got your little Nicky. And I said... I, neither of us had seen The Matrix at this point, by the way. Yeah. But we had seen Little Nicky, and we knew we liked Little Nicky. Yes. And I said, Oliver, get, uh, don't get The Matrix, get Little Nicky. I told you to get Little Nicky <laughs> instead, and you were like, yeah, you're right. Oh, this guilt that I've been carrying this was the bomb- for the hour since I finished watching this movie. It was you! It was me. It was my fault. I, you I told the you, wrong dumb one. I told you, nah, man, get, yeah, take Little Nicky, and you did. And it wasn't until maybe a couple of years later... That I had some friends over where we had a, uh, a movie double session watching uh, two wonderful movies. The Matrix, where I first discovered the joy that was The Matrix. And guess what the other movie was? You won't guess, but it was the original The Fast and the Furious. Oh, oh good movie. Which it was pretty good. Uh, it was a fun fun afternoon. But I watched The Matrix and went, that was a really good movie. You know? <laughs> And I don't know if I recognised it at the time, but I think I probably did recognise that movie's better than Little Nicky. <laughs> okay, so I'm like delving right into my brain right now, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm getting the feeling, because I feel like I felt bad about this in years afterwards, so it must have been something... I think I think you might be wrong, Luke. I, I'm getting the seeking suspicion that what happened was, he's like, Oliver, here's the Matrix. And, and, I, and I was like, no, I want little Nicky. And they swapped it and just gave me the one it, that I asked for because I, I was a shit little kid. No, I actually think that may have been it, but I think I also still told you to do that. But like, who does that? I definitely gave <laughs> you advice this on movie. this. Well, you did. My, my brother did a similar thing to that one Christmas. You were like um, 10, though. 
The, uh, it was Christmas, uh, Christmas morning, opening presents, he opened up his brand new Super Nintendo, and he just looks at the box, looks back at my parents, and just goes, you got the wrong one. Which one did he want? Ooh. 64. And, I mean, 64 and then mum says, well, I guess Santa got the wrong one, and we'll have to go to Kmart and exchange nah, it. Like, okay, at the time... Good cover. Solid the, save. At the time, clearly Nintendo 64 was better. In retrospect, in terms of retro gaming, Super Nintendo is a superior console. Definitely superior controls, at least. Oh, yeah. What, now, what I, the fuck were they thinking? Fucking Super, Super Mario World is to date one of my favourite games. But anyway. It's not the Super Mario. Guys, can we save this for our Nintendo podcast, Nintendo's and Don'ts? <laughs> Nintendo's is better. Yeah, that's oh, that is good. Nintendo's so, is definitely or, better. Or Game Boy. Okay, okay. so. Alright, guys, just starting off, I would like to. <clears throat> I've, I thought about this at work and I just have something to say about this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was potential for a good movie here. I really feel like there was potential for a decent movie. I feel like the whole, his facial thing, his voice, it was the one-off joke that he got hit by a shovel, yeah. by a shovel, and then I had to suffer through the rest of the movie because of that one-off joke. Guys, I'm, and it was a horrible experience. The I don't know that that's through. the only joke. I'm, I don't know that this movie, it has jokes in it, but I didn't really laugh, and I just kept having to remind myself that it was a comedy. See, I'm going to drop... A potentially controversial opinion, and maybe it's the nostalgia, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching this movie again. I did as well. Like, I... No, oh, I would like to clarify. This is my first time seeing this Oh, movie okay. See, I think well. it was partially this nostalgia. I felt I had a smile on my face the whole time. The jokes, to me, like, I remembered them. Yeah. There was obviously some stuff that was a bit I, fucked. I remembered almost everything from this movie. I just, like... But I think, like, there was... It was, like, okay, it was that same thing... That, I, I don't know if any, like, I, I've talked about this for, I like talking about this for a little bit Luke and I watched the fantastic yoga commercial from the 80s the other day it's great <laughs> 90s would have been 90s Ni- I meant the 90s were, I wasn't born yeah, in the yeah, 80s yeah. Um, and I can remember each <laughs> line like it was yeah, burning in my head like I've heard this yep. piece of audio over and over again I had the same thing wait yeah. no way but, but that's but that's <laughs> but that <laughs> just evokes something within that you ad like, is, I, I that, remember it so clearly that ad is great I was watching this and I was like, I know all this and I just, I, like, towards the end, actually, I liked it more as it went along. Mm. I liked it better towards the end, but largely I was just waiting for this movie to finish. Honestly, I was instantly on board again, purely because this movie, again, unlike anything we've done so far, the fantasy of it is fun. Like, it's, I found it genuinely, there's stuff to it, it's like, yeah. and what Morgan was, like, touching on what Morgan was saying about how it had, like, the, the possibility of a It's got some dense, it's got some, it I presents like, a yeah. dense law to you, like, yeah, no, like it's, it's got very specific rules about hell. Yeah, but that's like, I liked that. I, I, thought, I, like, I, I thought that was all good, I just think it may have been, like, I they, think they didn't, Nicky didn't need to be the way he no. was, it could have just been he was just a little bit nicer no, than the others, he didn't he's need a, to be the way he was. He's a genuinely disabled I person. I think, perhaps, there is a much more interesting movie to be told in this universe. Yes. This is the thing, though. Like, I don't think that his performance was shaped or, or was there as service to a joke that they put in so much as that joke was put in to explain... Why he's not that a attractive. A pretty interesting choice he made. Yeah. I don't understand the, the choice he and made. I, like... And honestly... I kind of dug it. Like, I was going in expecting to be like, oh, God, this fucking movie. And then as soon as I put it on, I just like, hit me in the face with a shovel. Yeah, I <laughs> think... Like, oh, yeah. I think that... Childhood. Like, he made My a, nostalgia tickles. He made a choice. And I think... I think it's partially explained by the fact that I reckon maybe at this point, Adam Sandler was probably starting to get a bit bored 
of making like these movies. Like he's made a few movies and they're they're decent, but he sort of played a few different types. Of, I think that's what the Waterboy kind of is, like that weird character is like he just wants to do something different. But I think his his reach far extends beyond his grasp in terms of like his character work. I think like. He wants to do different types of characters, but they always end up being the same character with slight quirks. Well, this characterization this wise... This guy wasn't angry, though, so that's... Yeah, something. well, characterization-wise, like, the things that he was doing were, like, classic Sandler. Like, all the same kinds of things, but the character started to feel very, very different as the movie went on. Like, his actual personality is very different to a lot of the movies we've been mm. watching. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I would also like to say, this movie is very well cast. Like, oh, especially like apart, apart from, I, I really, Agreed. I remember, you, I really liked it. I really like, uh, Reece, what's his name? Reese Fans or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a great actor. He's really good. He's a very good and actor. And towards the end. I think I tell also a very good actor. Yeah, but towards, Underutilized. The, towards the end of the movie, I was like, he's doing such a good job at playing the devil that it's like, I'm not inclined to disagree with his plan. He's being a really good <laughs> devil. Well, that was one of those things where I was like, there's some good stuff in this movie. He's playing a he's, great character. He's, this is a he's, good he's, actor. He's he is the devil. I do yeah. enjoy it. It's fine. Movies. He could win. That's what the devil should he be. Was, and it's like, it's completely dumb when he's uh, just sitting on a like a post office box no, eating I love pizza, that. attacking the, <laughs> the way that he's sitting so there well. eating yeah. my pizza and my peppermint schnapps. And the entire shot is like them just talking in their heads, but it was still this, so good. Oh, the face and, work is great when you get those mental yeah. conversations. But mm. this movie reminded me. There's this certain things that remind me from my childhood. One of them being. It's like, man, this movie made me want to try peppermint schnapps. Yeah. When I was like yeah. 14 years old, I was like, man, when I get old enough to drink, I'm going to drink so much peppermint schnapps. Guys, we should have got I've never schnapps. had peppermint schnapps that's to not, this day. That's not Is a the cent- bottle shop over there still open? Ooh. I don't know. Probably. Let's There's the, the one just on the corner right there. here and get some peppermint schnapps. Legit, after this podcast, I don't think it won't, it won't be open after we this can, podcast. I mean, there's one up there as well. I don't think any adult has ever said the sentence, I'm going to drink so much peppermint <laughs> schnapps. <laughs> Nobody drinks lots of peppermint schnapps. I will be the first then. This movie also made me want to try uh, Popeye's chicken. Yes. Like, so Okay, bad. yeah, was... Popeye's, Popeye's chicken's, chicken's fucking awesome. Did Popeye's chicken's like sponsor this movie or anything? Or was that is just Popeye's like, chicken a real place? <laughs> I, I still don't know. It yeah. is, I never identified as a kid. It was definitely, it's definitely product placement. Of course oh, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But like, the like, cut's like, in there so much. And then you have like yes. a giant bucket at the end. Because that's the like, thing, though. It's like product placement that is something that's genuinely fucking awesome. It definitely yeah. adds to the movie. Also, there is one line that I definitely remember. Oh, is it, is it the demon? Is it Papa's chicken is the cheese demon? <laughs> now, I got the impression, like, looking at that, I'm just like, given that they're talking about fried chicken, I feel like that might be racist. Like, maybe it's stre- maybe I'm stretching too much, but it just felt like there's something weird oh, about that. Actually, there's no. definitely something kind of, like, the fact that it's so memorable is partially the fact that it's a little fucked. Well, I liked that bit a lot when I was a kid. Rewatching it, I much more liked the bit immediately after that, which is the very ashamed demon that just bit off the wing of the chicken. He's like... No, he bit the yeah. rabbit's ear It's, it's a really, it's a, the rabbit's really, a really good delivery. He's like, no, not you. The way he's just yeah. like looking ashamed and like, oh, oh, oh There sorry. is some, like, I didn't laugh out loud in this movie much, but there were some moments where I laughed at it. I enjoyed oh, that bit. There's genuinely good performance. There was a couple of times where Adam died that I thought was really funny, oh, like when it was unexpected. As a kid. Especially I, during the montage. As a kid, I remember it freaked me out that he was just continually <laughs> dying. Like, I, I was thinking about it, I was like, this is crazy that he's dying. Would he feel it? I'm, I'm 10 This is crazy I'm 10 I haven't died yet This is weird I bet that feels all floppy and oh, Look at that jam that's all over them When he gets hit by the bus Also <laughs> Just hang on like, Death is floppy 
probably does feel floppy. Yeah, because living is like erections, and death is like when you go flaccid. <laughs> if, look, we're not talking about dicks. I'm just like life and everything. When here you say is floppy, tangible. I think I of dicks. All right? all, Maybe I've got a one track mind. Here. But like death is probably floppy, and just <laughs> if death is like the CGI in this movie, it's very floppy. Okay, can I? <laughs> Very on that. Can I please run through a list of all of the weird CGI? Because oh, I started. Noting I was it. just looking at. There is a lot right. of weird CGI. I just look at the CGI though. Oh, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through just, the weird CGI. Just first before we go that the the Mr. Beefy talking bit CGI yes. holds up like crazy. Yeah. Oh yes, it's some. That's it's actually some good. of the better oh, CGI. That was very. I, I made a note when they start the movie and, he, and it's zooming on his bedroom in hell. That looks pretty yeah. good. Yeah, the whole hellscape looks really good. It's every time things shift and change the on hellscape, screen. The hellscape, one of the, not the first time you see it. The first time you see it looks good. Later on you see it again and it looks weird. Some good practical effects too. Them titties look like real titties. <laughs> well, ooh. Yeah, so the, Head titties. So the, the talk... Not... The freak also weirded me out as a kid with a burgeoning sexual drive. It's like, <laughs> I was not the least attracted to it, but I was like... Those are things that I know that I think I'm starting to like. That weird ape thing was attracted it's, to it. It's it's freaking me out that they're like this and that anybody in the movie seems to like them because they're not sexy. Yeah, but then Reese Witherspoon's character came along and gave some real... Yes. Some, uh, gave me some teenage boners. <laughs> so, all right. Also, Patricia Arquette, very pretty in this movie. Her, her line uh, introducing herself is heartbreaking where she says that she pursued art because she realised... She wasn't much to look at and wanted to make nice looking things. It's like, you're really pretty. That's a f- that's fucked. Is that fuck you? That's, Patricia that's, that's your idea about what her character is? It's a throwaway line and it's awful. Okay, so here's the weird CG bits. We've got yeah, the sort of weird CG talking dog, which was generally alright. Uh, there is a point where he takes a piss. He takes a piss, weird which was CG really bad. Yes, that, that was very weird. Uh, uh, weird Could C- they not get the dog to piss? It cocks its leg. Weird CG animals. I can't remember exactly what I was referring to, but I think it's when they're in the park. Oh, weird CG legs when his legs, the devil's yep. legs fall off. That was my next one. <laughs> uh, weird CG afro, afro the Harlem Globetrotters. You can, you can fold all of the devil falling apart yes. into the one section. Well, I, okay, so we've, well, we've got the legs. We've then got uh, where he's got a torso with arms and but no ears. Oh, when he's got the arms. Uh, when he's a mouth and arms. But and when he's just... Hold, when he, arms holding a mouth. When he's got just the torso, he's got weird like folds and on the, the bottom one. of his torso. It's like... Yeah. yeah it it looks, looks like a it looks, full bag. It looks like someone's like... Yeah, he looks like he's a half... He's like... Someone hasn't fully inflated him. Like what? No, this is looks, digital. Why did you do he that? Looks like, he looks like someone's like shoved a bunch of packing foam into a pillowcase. But it's digital. It, yeah. Why <laughs> does it look like that? Uh, when he and also when he reforms from a mouth, it look it's weird. Yeah. When you're like, uh, yeah. But there's the afro on the Harlem Globe that appears on the Harlem Globe character. Oh there's, yes, uh, that's very weird. There's the background when they're flying through New York. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's uh, Michael McKean when he. Uh, I think when he pulls out the yes, he, yeah, he, he pulls. He, 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 pulls himself out of his mouth. Yeah, yes. yes. yep. uh, that happens a couple of times. There's that, um, there's that one scene where the whole football team turns into Henry Winkler and starts telling him that water sucks. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the scene, the transition to Central Park from heaven is uh, is pretty pretty fucked looking. A snake eating a squirrel when they're having their fight. Yes. The bees, you missed the bees. Oh, as well. the bees on Henry Winkler, of course. Speaking of which. That's pretty much that's all the CGI that I can think of. But the uh, the guest stars in this movie, so obviously oh, Henry Winkler so as guys, himself. Fantastic cameos. Okay, no, I, there's another thing I'm willing to suggest. Actually, no, I'll. Okay, well, I wanna, let's, I no, wanna, I might be eating into a section later on. Let's go back to I the start. I want to start with the first one because I think it's world building. The, the first, very first one. So John Lovitz is in this movie listening yes, to yeah. Ladies' Nights. Is this the same character from Wedding Singer? I mean, 
Chubbs is in it. Chub, but like, Presumably, yeah, okay. his, all of these Can we briefly cool? talk about John Lovitz? I, I have a very specific thing that I realised that was What like, a weird way to start this about movie. No, this movie literally opens with a child murdering a Yes! Man. Yes! <laughs> that was what I realised and it freaked me out. It's a child murdering a very... A fucked dude. A very fancy he, boyer. Yeah, the fact he's that sitting he, there. He's got a full-on picnic and wine sitting in a tree. He has her number. And he's, he's very aggressive. He's what like, did he think would happen when he called the phone? But he's like, he's so aggressive but passive. Like, he's he's sitting, like, he doesn't want to, like, talk to this woman or, like, approach her in a normal way. But he's, like, he's so aggressive about sneaking around on her. John like, that wasn't enough for, for the Hurley boy writing this movie. It's not like, he can't just be a fancy voyeur. He's also going to have a foot thing. But yeah. John, John Lovitz plays a very convincing perv. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> also, I mean, he was just in it more. Because, like, yeah. he, he's in it later. He's like, ooh, look at this window. Like, yeah. I did like <laughs> that. He likes looking through windows. Um, one of the things that struck me as well is, like, obviously because it's a movie, it was very well lit. It's like, she would definitely have <laughs> yeah. seen well, this man in a yeah. suit with all this picnic stuff well lit that was on a branch right outside the window. There's a bit later on when Nikki goes to What's-Her-Face's window. It's like, you can just see people in windows. Like, I'm not paying attention to the window behind Chris, but if someone were to just, like, steer, was... I'd notice it at the corner of my eye. <laughs> yes. It's like, no one pays attention to windows in movies. So, but no. also, so he... He gets fucked he, by a bird, but, guys. Yeah, what I was going to say. <laughs> and then the last, he gets raped by a giant crow while yelling, I deserve so this. <laughs> So it's a real indictment. Yeah, that's three dies and this movie's <laughs> got some real stuff to say. My first three notes. You know, it's a good movie when your first three notes are John Lovitz is a classy voyeur and a foot guy. Kid murders Lovitz. Then there's an interspecies rape. My, 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 first my, this movie minutes. has a lot of interspecies stuff. I want to talk about that when we get to the very uh, at the end because the montage of like telling you what happens to everyone features. I would say an unsettling amount of interspecies breeding, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Is, oh that boy. is that John Lovitz? Have we covered John Lovitz? I think we've covered John Lovitz. Yeah. All right, we've Lovitz. No, um, believe it. Could, so, can I just touch on some of the other cameos we have? So, oh, the uh, the demon dude with the head tits is Kevin Nealon. It's not really a cameo. Oh, no, it's, it's just not. a main character. It's not. But I just wanted like. Uh, so the first big one is Rodney Dangerfield as uh, Lucifer. I loved yep. that. I actually yep. loved yep. that part of the movie. Rodney Dangerfield pulling out some classic Dangerfield. I hate my wife. Gear. I just even gets. A, I can't. Still can't get no respect. It's just like the idea of just Rodney Dangerfield playing himself as Lucifer <laughs> is, is crazy. No, that, that that scene of him playing cards with Kevin Nealon's character and the big monkey dude is so good because you yeah. can tell it's like I think they might genuinely just be laughing because he's he's very I good. mean there's a good chance they just sat him down there and just started rolling cameras yeah. to yeah, see who I, came out I don't it's like this is your character just go with they it. could they may not have necessarily given him lines though just no, like exactly. you're just you're, you're in hell you're kind of in charge you're, you were in charge you're, you're Rodney Dangerfield yeah basically <laughs> you know you, you probably gonna call you loser you, you know that you've been doing it for a long time <laughs> I think you're on top of it at this point uh, the next cameo, uh, which as a child I didn't recognise at all, I probably didn't know who the person was as well, but when I was like 14, although probably I would have, I just didn't recognise them. Quentin Tarantino is in this movie. This, like, was, a, this was a real fucking shocker for me. I realised that 10-year-old Oliver absolutely did not know who that was and recognised it, and it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> it was crazy. Because he is, like, 
it's, you, it's good. It's good character work by Quentin Tarantino. He's yeah. a slaps. It's Quentin Tarantino. I would Tarantino say it's better as, character work than in half of his movies. It's yep. Quentin Tarantino as a crazy slapstick character constantly hurting himself yeah. in a fucked our Adam Sandler movie. And frankly, it's real good. It's very good. It's very good. This is a good movie. No, it's not. It's a more convincing character than his character in Django. Yes, because his Australian accent's terrible. He was very good in this. He was good. not as good as his character. No, this is a good movie. Bastards. This is a good movie. It's not. <laughs> it's not awful. It's not good. I, I like this. Roger, I think, I think there's Ebert elements think... of it that are very good. There's elements of it that make it drag it Roger down. Ebert and thinks it's Adam... This is, it's Adam Sandler that drags this movie down, I feel. What, what were you going to say, Roger Ebert? Well, at least when it came out, Roger Ebert thought this was Adam Sandler's best movie. I wouldn't say it's his best movie, but I like this movie. Uh, many yeah. other people also proclaimed it to be the worst comedy of all time. <laughs> I, I think I think it's... Look, okay, when Weezer first released Pinkerton, it got shit on by critics. It is now considered to be their best album and one of the greatest like indie albums of all time. All right? Maybe this is due for a renaissance, a rediscovery. I think it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. I think it was a good movie. You didn't watch The Wedding Singer, Luke. The Wedding Singer's fucking no, great. No, I know. I it like sucked. Big Daddy yeah, and stuff too. I'm, I, it's not the best of his movies that we've watched so far. But I wouldn't say it's the worst comic. It's, oh, no. Fuck, it's, it's, oh, it's not the it's worst It's better comic. than Juice Bigelow. It's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not the worst comedy of all time. It's not a good movie. The Blair Witch Project is the worst comedy of all time. Also came out this year. Because it's not funny. This is not, fu- <laughs> not a funny movie. None, none of the jokes land. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone's playing it too straight. All right. they, so the next. Can't have all straight men. Actually, but while we're talking about CGI and talking about the dog, what is the dog? Oh, that's a very good. I have the same point because he was fucking that other dog, and that dog could talk too. Yes. So it's like, is he just a normal dog? Can all dogs talk in this he's movie? Not, he's but not. A... He can shoot an arrow. But in out the of universe of this movie, can all dogs talk, or are they special dogs? I think he's Hell Dog. Yep. And being Hell Dog, he fucked sentience into that other dog. Well, I guess. Okay. Is he like no, Cerberus, he can speak like a gatekeeper English, of hell? But he can also no. speak. Hang on. Dog. Hang on. And in that scene, we were seeing <laughs> no, him speak no, no. dog. No, hang scene. on, because. Uh, Nikki like takes uh, Valerie's hand and makes her fly with him. Maybe the dog, when he has contact with the dog, in this case via his penis, uh, he can also like extend his powers, a I speech, to the other dog. We're giving this more thought than her, he and Sandler ever gave this. Hey, like, you don't this know. is a funny but scene. Can people, Probably not. Can people always hear him? Because at the start... Yes, because everyone keeps looking at him whenever he says stuff. Yeah, well, like, what the there's fuck? that one character who I think d- we can't avoid it. Okay, anymore. okay. Can we finish joking the cameos? Okay, okay yeah. Can we right. the cameos? Next thing we want to talk about uh, Dana Carvey as as the referee yes. of the looking uh, real turtly. Yeah, very turtly. Uh, <laughs> very turtly. I, I have some questions about that though. While we're I'm not too turtly, about... we haven't seen that yet. Um, I just <laughs> <laughs> we haven't right. seen him at his most. Tur- if you got hand him at his most turtly, you, you don't, don't deserve him at his least turtly. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, got there in the end. So. Uh, I just want to talk Guys, a little bit. I feel sick today. I want to talk a little bit about. <laughs> yes, I want to talk a little bit about that Harlem Globetrotters game. Now, okay, so Harlem Globetrotters games, like they are unconventional because it's always like they do things that are not within the rules of basketball. Clearly, <laughs> but it's an exhibition style. That game. lady loves it. Oh yeah, she's got a very strange sense. I do have some questions though. Uh, was that a stereotypical black family in that sense? Yeah, that, that was probably meant to be. stereotypically. Black people love magic. <laughs> yeah, so I have some questions though. I have some questions, just some general questions about basketball, because I don't know much about basketball. All of you used to play basketball when you were a kid. Uh, first question. Yes. Probably does, around about the time that I watched this. Does a basketball referee have the ability to subtract points based on audience conduct in or a, call halftime at will? In, a, ha- in a Harlem Globetrotters match? Absolutely. But I don't know, because well, people react yeah. like that's it's unprecedented. I don't... It's just like... 
Admittedly, yeah, it is a big, like... It's, oh, it's all part of the show! How Globetrotters is, like, it's not a real basketball game. This was a really good <laughs> Of course I, they could do that. I enjoyed this scene. The referee's voice was phenomenal. And then there's that one bit where it just cuts back to the sportsman going, my, and yes, my, my hair, hair is, is a flame. flame. I also like, very much remember that line. Another, another dodgy CGI. Um, yeah. Yes, it, oh yeah, I forgot that one. Fuck. <laughs> this two Wait, his hair wasn't actually just practically on fire? <laughs> um... So hang on, just quickly. Uh, so the next, I mean, I guess it's a cameo kind of Clint Howard uh, as uh, nipples. Is the nipples. I wrote down. I wrote. Which is, by the way, our uh, our, <laughs> our, our, our man dressed as a woman for this movie because yep. it's in every single as well, movie. Also, the man with the brazier on his head. I mean, that uh, technically I guess count, that technically, yeah. technically. Yes. So I wrote in my in my book just is that Clint Howard and Drake. If it just looks like it says is that Clint Howard. <laughs> it's just <laughs> what be very careful with your that coding on that. Didn't word. need to be in this movie. So it's like Adam definitely is going out of his way to do this now, right? Oh, oh yeah. this movie is full of gay like there's time. Uh, let's hang on. Can we save the gay panic talk until we get to <laughs> Yes. Because I this it's a specific thing. It's a very specific thing that um, comes out of nowhere. Yeah, so hang on. So the next cameo I just want to mention, uh, Michael McKean is the chief of police. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, Michael McKean? Known from Airheads. You made great movies. Uh, Why did you do this? Chubbs. Chubbs. Uh, Chubbs is back as Chubbs. Back as Chubbs. Chubbs That's is, why I'm saying yeah. Chubbs it's are not... All the name. Oh, Reese Witherspoon, of course. We've so, already touched Reese Witherspoon was the Chubbs. best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Reese Witherspoon. I, all I remember is Reese Witherspoon was real hot in this movie. Still is, though. Reese <laughs> with a wings. <laughs> no, let's... With let's, a halo? Let's move on. No, I want to just, like... You want me to think about what you just you said. Want me to, you want me to sit in that? I want you to fucking sit in that. I am, it's good. <laughs> You're wrong. I liked it. You are wrong. I request clarification. Were you talking angel wings or were you talking like a Popeye's chicken kind of thing? Oh, maybe both. Yeah. I, I can get in that. Yeah, I guess you can do that. See, multiple, I, that's multiple levels. You, <laughs> you sticking with that is making me almost be like... This guy, this guy also agrees with me. This is a bad movie. Maybe this is a good movie. <laughs> exactly. This fucking moron thinks it's a bad movie. Maybe it's a good movie, Morgan. Shut up, dirt bike dad. <laughs> so, uh, you're the next cameo, which you've also already touched. I'm waiting. On. I'm waiting for two of them. I'm uh, waiting for two. Uh, Henry Winkler, which we've already touched on. Uh, the next one, well, the only note I have is "fuck off, Rob Schneider." <laughs> Just fuck off. Nah, I like his his like you can do it makes sense in this movie. I think like it's usually I uh, yeah. I this is also the early on I think before it started yeah. to be just but, shoved um, in. And then a, just a fucking great cameo at the end uh, with more weird CG. Aussie <laughs> fucking Oswald. Oh, that was who the entire time he's in it. The look on his face, the way he reacts to things. I'm not sure he knows where he is. Yeah. Is he I don't doing think he a, knows what is he's he doing. doing a voice? He's no, just like, is, ah, yeah, take this R. That, that voice has 100% got to be someone else doing VO for it. Yes, just, because I, it's I not an accent. This, it's not his voice. Yeah, when I first watched this, I thought... I rewound oh, maybe three times listening to him talk again. I thought, it's is crazy. that what he sounds like? Because he's, he's all like, hailed this. And I'm like, well, that must be what Ozzy Osbourne sounds like. This is my first But now, of course, we know with Ozzy Osbourne. And then the the show, The Osbournes, came out. And he's like, it's so rude. I'm like, oh, fuck, no, <laughs> what happened? I've never seen, like, a Black Sabbath show. Does he have, like, a stage voice or a stage persona that's different to the... Real crazy. I suspect when he was better. younger, he didn't talk like this. I mean, no. He's but it's pretty... all... This is gonna be one of the awkward things. Are you telling me that he didn't just sit on stage with a microphone, like holding a universe for a moment, just like eating <laughs> carrot hey. cake? Hey, guys, <laughs> <laughs> the Osbournes was a great show. <laughs> Let's do an Osborne cast. Um, okay, also, I was born for this. Do you, know who's, do you know who's real lovely and pretty yes. looking these days? His daughter. She's very pretty looking. 
Guys, I'm having a good time this week. <laughs> okay, so I came into this movie very salty. Oh, have I missed I any? Have I missed time. any cameos? Because those are the only ones that I wrote down. I may have. I'm not sure if these were cameos. I guess they're kind of which but ones. Peter Dante and oh, weird Peter voice Dante guy. Peter Dante and Jonathan Longer and Peter Is that his name? Yeah. I, I actually this characters. movie made me realize like Peter and John. Yeah. yeah. But like this this movie made me realize like. I'm actually getting saddened by a time that they're not no, going to be in movies this anymore. This movie, the real, there's the big three in the Adam Sandler movies that like were occurring, and I feel like they really hit their strides in this. Those two, and yes, it's time. But I, I have a name for this one. It's the Alan Roommate Report. Like um, that's what it is. <laughs> sure. So in his biggest role yet, uh, he plays Todd, the roommate, the, the aspiring uh, is actor. He, is he gay? Roommate? Okay. Yes, I wrote gay question mark. Because I remember when I started watching, I'm like, oh yeah, because I guess he's a little effeminate. I mean, he's just like he's he's kind of a, a, a theatrical type, which just doesn't mean anything really. Yes. But why I was remembering it is because at a certain point, uh, Peter Dante and Jonathan Logan's character and others as well just make like weirdly homophobic quips. He's about gay. Really he's gay only by anyone's suggestion. Yeah. And every yeah. time he reacts ex- exactly which is as like, any person should, which was what should have made them realize why is this in the movie? He's just like. What? Come on, guys! Like, and they, surely when like, they wrote that part, they were like, "Oh yeah, this is stupid." Like, by she, by she, do you mean he? And he's just like, "What?" It's like, "Lol, being gay is fucked." Lol. He's not even like he's not even offended. He's just like, "Come on, guys." Um, he, but he, I reckon so they were writing it. They were like, "All right, now let's have his character act like a person would when they're being Alan, when they're saying these things." Alan yeah, Covert did no. great in this movie. Peter and John. I, I'm actually, I'm really looking. I'm really saddened by a time where Kevin Smith will be there. And they want because I really like Peter Dante and John in this movie Kevin and their, their Kevin previous ones. Sorry, not Kevin Smith. Kevin, Kevin James. James. That'd be interesting. If Continue. Uh, that would be uh, a very different kind yeah, of movie, wouldn't it? Whole different thing. Man, Kevin Smith is in it. This scene. I mean, where, this movie is kind of reminiscent of Dogma. The scene where well, the scene where Alan Covert murders Nikki is pretty. pretty oh, just that was Kevin Spacey. No, but even like even like the way they She's got drowning him in a bath. The way they even got into that scene was. I've always wanted to kill someone. Yeah. It's like, it's like that's what? not normal. Yeah, that's what? Again, weird. Again, when I was 10, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why does he want to kill someone? That was, like, that I, was very I weird. liked his character. Like, yeah, the fact that he wasn't making fun of that kind of, per- like, that kind of character. He was just, he was no, normal. He was playing straight. Also, Peter, Dun- the the, Peter Dante was so Peter Dante in this movie. His voice was crazy. He's always pretty Peter Dante. Those, those two guys, they were the Peter best. Dante, okay, Peter the Dante way they spoke was great. The, as, as the Satanists. Like the depiction of Satanists is is interesting because like it's not enough that they're like into Satan, but they they're also, also go like sadomasochist. Yeah. yeah, why were they at the basketball? That was the thing. It's like hey, that, look at that Satan everywhere. Guy. Like, why are you like you guys don't strike me as the kind of guys that are going to a Harlem Globetrotters game? <laughs> they oh, were everywhere. Know. Maybe crazy, I'm pigeonholing them. Crazy shit had been going on. It was a notoriously crazy game, as stated by Alan Covert's character. True, true, true. So, like, maybe they were just on the street and they heard, hey, fucking crazy game in here. Lots of supernatural shit going on. And they're like, ooh, Satan people. So, I actually have another cameo just to quickly point out yes. that was in that scene. Barely classifies as a cameo. The guy that gives him the ball is the weird, big, the, bushy eyebrows yeah. uh, Italian guy from The Wedding Singer. Luke doesn't know who we're talking about. I mean, I've guy. seen The Wedding Singer not in a while, though. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 his sister's... The, yes, that guy, crazy, Very, crazy Italian that yeah, didn't I, need to be in there. My pants yeah, are wet. I don't remember what he did. <laughs> Guys, you're really confusing me right now. I don't like it. Oh, that's okay. So, in the scene where uh, I guess all the cat, like the sort of characters come together, and um, like uh, it's revealed to uh, to Ellen Covert's character that he's you know the son of Satan or whatever, uh, they eat 
What is it they're actually eating? This it's like something. Bat heads. No, there's some. They're eating something, but it's got a bunch of oh, reefer. Oh, they were eating. Oh, uh, just having a big cake. Yeah, it's, it's a cake. cake. It's cake. It's cake. Yeah. So yeah, and and and, and Nikki says, "What's reefer?" And uh, Mr. Beefy responds, "About five hundred dollars an ounce." Now, everyone, this is Luke's weed corner. No, no. <laughs> Hypothetically, this is digging through the weeds with Luke. If I were someone who were interested in partaking in that kind of thing... Luke presents Stir in the Pot. I might suggest that $500 US for an ounce of weed... Rifa, I hardly knew her. <laughs> ...is a lot of fucking money. And if you are paying $500 US... In the year 2000, if you are paying $500 US for an ounce of weed... You're getting fucking maybe maybe that's why they laugh because they're like <laughs> that's a, that's that's not that much. Money I mean, I guess is. if a talking dog were trying to buy weed off you, like maybe no, I'd probably charge them less because I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I've had too much of this. I need to get rid of it. Here's a theory: What if Mr. Beefy is the seller and also is a pretty unethical seller and knows that the son of Satan yeah can probably has a lot of access to yeah, money? No, maybe that's and that's more is fair. Stupid. That's more fair. But it just struck me where I'm like five hundred. Fuck off. About 500, bucks, about 500 bucks an ounce. Shut up, guys. Go with it. Yeah, that maybe. Was, that was when Alan Covert's character really loosened up a bit. It was, he did. It was nice to he see. He did. Um, He's cool. like, why don't you stay the night, guys? And they're like, nah, we're going to go. He out. was pretty... Yeah. They're like, no, we don't want to stay. Guys, because of you're weird gay, gay stuff. stuff. Guys are, are being possessed by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you feel, Mr. Demon Man? Oh, speaking of demon possession, I would like to talk about uh, the devil powers that uh, we have revealed to us as the movie progresses. Well, this is why I was confused about the Mr. Beefy thing, because it's like, nobody else really has any powers, and, like, he has powers. No, okay, so... Like, none of the other inhabitants of hell seem to have powers, apart from the spawns of Satan... We don't even know we if don't he's know. from hell. We just know he's... He does, say, he does say that he's a dog from hell. Talking okay. dog from hell. Yes. But, no, okay. So, so he says to Nikki, you know, you're the spawn of Satan. You have, like, devil powers. You've got to, like, release the bad. And so the first one... These, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through them in the order that they are revealed to us by Nikki. These are Nikki's powers specifically. I'm excited. I suspect his brother's have more powers and I'm not talking about like their mind fighting or whatever that was like I mean specifically mind wrestling, mind wrestling. yeah powers as the, that Nikki develops as it goes on so the first one is that he can turn liquids into other liquids he can turn coke into pepsi theoretically he can turn it into moose piss it's explained as he could turn liquids into other liquids not that useful like I guess you could poison a lot of people so you know if that's what you're into I mean I think is, is that is that a water into wine reference are they saying that Jesus was had uh, was a devil boy I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe they are. Maybe. I mean... Or maybe it's... All right, but devils are just fallen angels. So, devil power number two. Well, that's true. Devil power number two. I mean, Lucifer's a fallen angel. Devil power number two. Can blow things up with his mind. More useful. Uh, like a basketball. Like the TV and then the basketball. Like that guy more does not respond strongly enough mind. to the fact that the basketball doesn't <laughs> just pop. It... Full on explodes with fire. <laughs> Don't know what you did there. Uh, he's, he's, he's Italian. He looks like he's almost clearly a mobster. <laughs> but, so, like, he's but, seen explosions before. But also, you were saying Alan Covert loosens up as well. Like, Alan Covert is pretty, like, he freaks out a little bit, but he's actually genuinely quite low-key. Like, he's just yeah. like, 
Hey, I'm pretty freaked out that my TV just blew up. I'm pretty freaked out that this man sleeping on my radiator speaks like <laughs> satanic noises. That was really like, uh, He's like, I'm a little freaked out my TV blew up, but then he's just like, nah, can I just, can I just watch out here now? Like, he doesn't really right. care. Well, he's from New York. Devil. Not everyone's a crazy boy. He's from Newark. How does he have New any... York. What? What? Is, he's an actor, right? How does he have any money, though? I don't know, dude. Because he's a good actor. Okay. He got a job on this movie. Devil Power, acting. Devil Power number three. And Wait, you saying he's playing Alan Covert in this movie? <laughs> That's just real hell. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say really that bad. was the CGI that I was talking about before. I was like, I think that CGI is hell. <laughs> it's not a fuck. It's a fucking joke, Luke. Anyway, get with it. This is a comedy fuck. podcast. Jesus. Listeners, right into us. Devil Power number podcast? three. Uh, and I'm not clear whether this is a specific standalone power or like, you know, a hybrid of other powers, but uh, a la Teen Wolf, he's good at basketball. That's... He used his mind power. No, but he's like dribbling like mad. Oh, yeah. like, oh I think that guy's pretty I think, good. I think that's just him Every time good. he's like saying like power of evil, I think evil is just pretty infinite. I think he's just channeling evil. Yeah, he's channeling evil. power number four! <sighs> Floating slash flying, and he can also give that power to others through contact. That's pretty cool. That's I mean, cool power. I think because like, every time he does it, he just says like evil. I think he's just channeling evil. I mean, Devil think... power number five. I think he's just got like Superman powers. Well, he's like he's the son Superman of the devil, powers. and he keeps saying every time he does it, he keeps going like like it's power of evil. I think he's just channeling evil. I think it's Superman rules. Devil power number five, turning into spiders. I hate that bit. Yeah, that was a weird bit. That was a weird chase scene as well. I think really funny with rules. the really funny with the wheelchair. There's some but. weird ADR stuff as well, though. Like the like the those the Asian couple that seemed to begin with. Like it's like that's de- they were not saying that. Like <laughs> not like they were just like as in you could like the audio sounds weird. <laughs> I really like. Did, did you read what he yeah, said? Yeah, where he's just like you hold him. You up, hold him down. I'll bite the crunch. No, no a bunch of the dick till he passes out. Oh fuck! That's what he says. Devil power number six, and this is one that we've already seen a bit of with the other two, but possessing people. He's able to, like... That was a good twist know. in the movie. We never see how they him. possess them in the first place, but we see when they, like, dispossess, like, they, they come out the mouth and it's weird, like, it's a weird thing. It's like, I uh, you never see them do it in the first place. I think it's just Superman rules. But, oh, also, talking about the chase, when people are chasing him... What the fuck is with that bit where all these wheelchair people hit that bus? <laughs> Morgan, Morgan just said he liked that bit. I'm going downhill and I'm like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna beat you. It was downhill. Like, it was weird. That's <laughs> a really awful choice of slapstick. Like, it sucks. Like it's a shit thing. But it was really funny seeing all those people on the ground. <laughs> and the last devil power I just but can't get up. The last devil power yeah. I want to touch on is um. That's why it's funny. It's technically not Nikki, but because of the way it works, it goes beyond um. Possession, it's just full on transformation. Adrian turns into Nikki and then a bat. Like, he's not possessing him, he just transforms. Yep. But I guess at that point, he's like full he's devil. The devil. So, yes. That's probably do you think he's the that devil. Have anything to do with the Allspark? Oh, shit, no. Morgan. <laughs> no, I don't. But, Morgan, do you think this is connected to little, like, the water boy? Because she keeps talking about the devil. Do you the think devil. this is in that, in that universe? Do you think that she. Used to live in this city, it, it was fucked, and then she moved back into that, like, back near Apollo to try and, like, get, like, just run away from uh, Devil Boy. Even, even more, she's scared of the devil because she stole Nikki from the devil, and she doesn't, and then turned him into the water boy, and she doesn't want him to take him back. <sighs> Legasp! 
These aren't in chronological order. <laughs> um, can we talk about Reese Witherspoon some more? Just because... Alright, how does she fit into this water boy she's little Nicky crossover? She, she's in heaven. Um, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. Like, so pretty. totally. I, Guys, can she we, doesn't age can either. Can we do a podcast about her character in this movie? Like the Valley Girl Angel. <laughs> My favourite line by her was... She's just a character God, from Legally Blonde. God's like Jeopardy smart. <laughs> that was a good... That was one of the other angels, I was think. It? Was yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that's a good line, um, But she... Also, I realised something. Because obviously the point is, like, Nikki is the, the son of the devil and an angel. And, like, for those of you who are familiar with Preacher, Nikki is Genesis. Like, Preacher, the comic series slash TV series on AMC. It's like... Which is like the whole point of that is like it's an entity that's the child of an an angel and a demon that's like more powerful than God. It's like Nikki is that, yep. except obviously in this version it's like so when you find yeah, out that he's the, son, the like, he's the son of an angel, so he also has the power of good. You would think Ooh. having the power of good and evil would make him pretty fucking powerful. It doesn't. It's really unimpressive. And yeah, I didn't make a list of his good powers because. It was at that point where I really he can like, make rainbows and I think, rabbits. Yeah. And I think okay, yeah, he can clearly, turn he can devil's also, gold. Clearly, his devil. He can also <laughs> he can also give like midgets girlfriends. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that bit was a bit fucked though, wasn't it? Like she was like just to turn the person into a short person of the same stature, and all of a sudden, oh, they're the same size. They must be in love. No, yeah, but that's all they want. Each I think other. His, maybe his power of good is also like power of like Cupid, like love. Yeah. Maybe, but I like my version because I'm outraged. <laughs> yeah, I want to fuel my rage more. So I'm not. I'm just going to ignore that. You know what? You're right. This is a great movie. It's a very good movie. Although this is a good movie. Right. It's a good movie, guys. I, I like, like talking about just, this movie. It's not good. I just remembered another cameo I'd like to talk about. Go on. Can we talk about Hitler's cameo? Oh, Hitler's animals shoved up his butt. This very well may have been my first introduction to the concept of Hitler no. as a ten-year-old. <laughs> No. So, like, that's something. <laughs> you got to 10 years old without having heard of Hitler. Hitler in a I made mean, outfit. Who, like, what? who tells a 10 year old about Hitler? You got to that town when you were like six. Adam like, Sandler talking about genocide. Primary school touched on wars, like, not in any detail. But, yeah, but like. like but before I'd be like, why would I know? I'm pretty sure at I'm ten, at ten year old. At ten years sure old, you're not knew, old enough to appreciate. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Hitler. I still knew of Hitler. Not like, appreciate, thought, but appreciate. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I would have heard the term Hitler around, like fucking I don't know, whatever I the whatever the prime minister at the time was is Hitler. Sure, Luke. But like, this not is all of us grew up during Hitler. the World War Two. During the, the World, World War Two, just because you heard the bombs flying yeah. over Britain, because there's posters of Hitler everywhere. Yeah, I grew up in Britain in the forties. Yeah, he was in Britain where there's peak posters of Hitler. No, he was in Germany. Apparently. He was just in Nazi. Britain. Guys, come Guys, on. I Get am your story straight. I, am, I thought I was Japanese. I am very <laughs> slowly getting very tired and very sick. Okay, does someone need well, to go back to her? There's and one. Bring your brothers back. There's one. Yeah. Just lo- one last thing I want guys, to touch on. Guys, I'm just, I'm just some lips on this couch. The last. <laughs> that dog's no. got smoke balls. The last, yeah, the last thing I want to talk about is um, the final montage of this movie after everything's done. Um, so we get like you know we see what's happening. So it's a year later. Nikki and. Um, Fuck, I've forgotten her name already. Val- Val- Valerie? Valerie. Nikki and Valerie have had a little baby who's got some serious hair going on. Who's yes. clearly at least a year old. Yeah. Maybe two. It means a devil. Half, it's quarter quarter demon, quarter devil, quarter angel. He's, so it shouldn't age at all. I don't know, dude. Uh, so... <laughs> this movie sucks. Yeah, so... So, okay. Hang on, though. So, 
We find that out baby, it's one of those classic, this is where they are now. That baby's and half now. human, quarter devil, quarter angel. That's interspecies, pretty much. Uh, we have so that. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Tithead Kevin Nealon and the monkey thing have an interspecies uh, mating and have babies. But, oh. Uh, Mr. Beefy and Mr. his Beefy. rat girlfriend oh, have that was interspecies horrible. There's a lot of interspecies mating in this final montage. Like, <sighs> the rat puppies were the worst. They were. We're, we're talking was, about again, C- weird CGI. We're talking about CGI again. I realised we didn't get to talk about the best CGI in the whole movie, which is when <laughs> the devil... All of the powers he possesses, one of the ways that he convinces people to turn against Nicky is to just edit his face over Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like anybody could have yeah. done that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not even well. Like, not it's poorly he, done. He's the devil and he can't even do it well. Oh, but that was such a good line afterwards. It's <laughs> like, so that's not me, that's that cockroach in Tony Montana. <laughs> How does he know who that is? The, the last thing I want to say is just about that montage at the end because I remember when I was a kid I thought it was great like that thing where it's like you know the two uh, Peter Dante and Jonathan Logger like uh, you know they spend all their money they buy Led Zeppelin's plane they stock it with tunes <laughs> you know great beer and, but not a pilot so the plane crashes and they die and, I, and they're, they're happy they're, they've never how been does the plane yet. take that's exactly my point when I was a kid I thought that was funny and then watching it now I went wait how did the plane take off without a pilot <laughs> Like, cause the, the pl- they didn't have a pilot, so it crashed shortly after takeoff. It's like, the fuck did it take they off? The car? They, could, they, some, they thought they could fly. Someone fucking pressed the go button, and then it got fast down the runway, and then it hit the ramp that's at the end. Now of you the make a good point. I don't really know how went. planes work, so that could be true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not, but there's it could a, be. There's a big quarter pipe at the end of every runway that yeah. just shoots it into the nah, sky. That's fair. Yeah, so, I don't really know how planes so, work. That was little Nicky. Yes, yes. I, like, written I, by the Hurley boy was one of the last things I wrote because the credits came up and I was like, yep. "Oh yes," Consider- and, and and Adam Sandler and someone else. Yeah. Considering, we're, considering we're wrapping this up now, yeah. Like as a point, like this this movie suggests that humans are so close. Oh yes, falling over. Huh. Like that was a point that I didn't get to. People get are like everyone is apparently so no. close of just giving this, in to see. This scene. is something I missed. Shit. Oh, there's two points actually. Two points I missed at, in that same sequence. First of all, when Adrian takes over Hell, all I could think of was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 because uh, when Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000 started playing. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. I was just like, I'm, I, am, I am in a half pipe in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 right now. This movie's got a real soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, but then, this, so this movie legitimately suggests that religion is the only thing keeping society from collapsing into, into like some kind oh, of immoral armor. There's also an awesome weird line in that like, early... Literally, that it's early the belief in heaven and hell. Like he says, you know... I've got an issue. Heaven and hell. Like the fact that they 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 went. Oh, there's no heaven and hell. That's what made people just like completely completely corrupt their entire life. Like it's. But like the thing is, it's not even nihilism. Like nothing matters. It's it's just it's. I want to be religiously speaking bad because they're like man, people at the basketball game. Here's the with thing. Sin written on their chest. Like, and that thing. that Fitzy guy. He's a real piece of work. Because there's that bit where he's like, it's hey, my 50. wife, and then he's like 50, and he just keeps yeah. going, whoop, and it just keeps cutting to him. It's like, shut up, you're an arsehole. Here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. I don't believe that heaven or hell exist. I'm still not out in the streets beating people to death. But the bit at the end where hell has literally risen from a park. And they're still like, and they're like maybe hell's not real. And they're like, and, 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 he's, and he's, he's sitting on a throne, he's clearly the devil, and then he goes, hell is real, and they're like, What? What? <laughs> I, I thought all this was just what a shocking turn of events. I thought this was done with projectors and smoke. It's yeah. Look, but no, there's a line when he's playing the deacon early on when he's like, "Those people are so gullible," and like he just immediately turning them over to sin. But like he says, like about a car, and a guy just goes, oh, "I love that car." 
the weirdest interjection. Look, I, okay, I'm not going to argue that this is a smart movie. This is clearly a dumb movie, but it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. I didn't have that. I enjoyed fun. everything having... about it except suffering Adam Sandler's character. I'm having considerably was fun. I thought it was good. I'm having considerably more fun talking about See, it. I didn't it have was... fun watching it. Yeah. The good thing about Adam's Cam- Adam Sandler's character in this movie is he wasn't playing a mentally handicapped person. He was just a person who had been hit with a shovel. And was and a that's bit all it and was. also and then at the end he's at the end he, he gets turned back. He's hit again. He gets hit with it, a shovel it, on the other side of the face. And he's good. It that, struck me. Did that happen at the start? I would have rather suffered through him normal than him like guys, that. Do you think character development, guys? Do you think they fired the other brother from this movie? Because he's not in it very long. <laughs> Tony Tiny Lister. Yes. Uh, this movie also struck me as like his portrayal sort of, yeah, struck me a bit as like a, like Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter, uh, you know, various forms of media in that like, yeah, he didn't really understand how the world worked, which like, so he wasn't, it's not that he was like, he wasn't really dumb. He, he had just to be taught to A eat. bit naive. Yeah. But he didn't have to eat. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. Like, he was just kind of naive. Not really but wait, why does he have to eat and sleep? Just because he's on Earth. He's still I don't like... Because I guess he takes like a human form. That's how it works. But is he... Because oh, he gets, gets hit and he dies. Yeah. Like, yeah, because he can't die some, in hell. I don't know. Do you think it's a time thing? Is time all jacked in hell? I don't know. This movie is not good well building, guys. I disagree. Yeah, fuck this movie. This is a bad movie. Make up your fucking mind, man. <laughs> I love this movie. Yeah, it's good. So... All right, so that time I guess, of the podcast, boys. And yeah, girls. Uh, that brings us to um. Oh, girls just wanna have respect. All right, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? No. Uh, can I fucking no? Get it? <laughs> I mean, he's right; it doesn't. There's no way. But just spoilers, Morgan. For those, you know, in case this is your first listen, uh, the Bechdel test is a test that requires two female characters to have a conversation about something other than a man. I'm pretty sure this movie... Does this movie have there two another... female oh, characters? There's Reese with... There's Reese with yeah. Yeah. her angels. Yeah, but they don't talk about anything other than Nikki. Yes. They do at and one point... Or the devil talk, or God. Or Chubbs. About, um, or Chubbs. That one uh, uh, TV show that's great, but that's two... Felicity, it's like two lines. Yeah, but that's two out of sound. Yeah, characters. so... No, this movie doesn't, unsurprisingly, uh, does not pass the Bechdel test, so... We'll get there one day. Uh, I, think, I think we will. I think we will by the end of this. We should have a party when we do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's that. Ain't no party like a Bechdel test party because a Bechdel pass party don't talk to other women. Maybe. <laughs> and only women are allowed to talk to each other during the party. Man, I mean, I think it's a good test, but a Bechdel test party sounds like a boring party. <laughs> you fair. have to talk to two um, women during so, the night about uh, something other than a man. Chris, do you have some... I have some interesting trivia this week. Hello, it's Trivia Corner. Let's get educated about the trivia about this movie. Let's get into it. Marilyn Manson was supposed to be a uh, cameo in this movie. That would have been great. That would have been pretty cool. Not a lot but, of good cameos anyway. But then, like, I could do without that. Conflicting schedules. I feel like you could do without that. I don't know, man. Marilyn Manson is very of this era. And oh, yeah. Very hell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Would have pretty good. Uh, Harvey, Harvey Keitel replaced Dustin Hoffman in the role Ooh. of Satan. No, he would have been good, but Harvey Keitel's also good. Yeah, he was very good. Was very Least good. intimidating Satan ever, but very good. No, but I mean, he was, yeah, he was good for the the, the role. He fit the role the well. The type yes. of Satan yeah. he was. Yes. I would suggest a correct good end to this movie would be for the real Satan taking over, which is his son. But okay, whatever. You mean the bad end? Like the yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's like the end is... You're like, just a real curmudgeon, you know that? <laughs> but it's like, he's a... Sh- you just don't like... I like his enemy. character and it's nice and everything, but he's like, he's not a good devil. He's way too nice. Well, I think you're buying in too much to this, this, this preconceived, like, Christian notion of what the devil should be. Well, look... I mean, he's I'm doing his job. He's torturing young Christian people. boy, so of course. <laughs> I mean, he's doing his job. He's torturing people. He just no, doesn't this is the thing. act like it's a... About, it's a system of checks and balances. He runs hell. That doesn't mean he has to be a bad guy. He's just got to shove. He's a, he's a bureaucrat. He's an administrator. He's a glorified administrator. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'll give it that. He's uh... very sweet. Sweet. Velour, I think, one piece. <laughs> it's got D embroidered yeah, on it. And he fucked Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. See? Bucks. But wait, so why do devils age but angels don't? Because how? Well, I don't know that he does. He ages to a certain point, but he hasn't clearly... He definitely he's ages 10, slower. Like 10,000 years old. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's just like, he's decided to be Harvey Keitel at that age. I mean... I guess he has some control. I mean, Lucifer, his dad, was and older. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Burns' son <laughs> clearly has an age. Oh. Guys, guys, I think... Oh, no, but he... Like, Ron Dangerfield is clearly meant to be older as well. Guys, I think we may have found a plot hole in this otherwise flawless movie. Is Mr. Burns in the in the Simpsons? Is Mr. Burns' son Lucifer? Is Mr. Burns the older older devil? Like I the mean, root of all. There have been references many times to Mr. Burns maybe being the devil. <laughs> Who told <laughs> you? I mean, what? <laughs> anyway, we'll save that for yeah, our Simpsons. Out. No, there's plenty oh, of Simpsons fuck, podcasts already. Simpsons universe and Adam Sandler universe have intersected. This is getting deep. Okay, how, uh, Dana Carvey. Broke his ankle while filming the the basketball scene. I just want to hang on. I I I, I don't. Well, know. I want to bomb and break your ankle making this. Movie. <laughs> I don't know that you could really ever. Looks like what was he doing? I don't know how I feel about you referring to the Adam Sandler movie universe as deep. I just I don't think that's warranted. Well, it is. So shut up. We've been over this. <laughs> no, Danny Carvey goes all in all the time. Yeah, I can a, buy that. He's, he commits. He's oh a, yeah. Like, he's very he, method. He was acting with his whole body. He watches. He's very method. He watches videos like of acts of violence to get into character. <laughs> he probably he's, just broke his ankle because he thought that would like be what his character would have. And then he sent from. Will Smith a dead animal. <laughs> and a used. And he's like, he's like, I think this. What I really think, I think it's very Shakespearean. Is what this character is like. God, this is classic Dana Carvey. <laughs> this is the fourth Adam Sandler movie to have a love interest with the VV initials. I thought it was more than that. Like, it feels like so it feels like more so than that. We got Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, and this. Did the wedding? What was the wedding singer? What was her name? Yep, uh, the wedding singer. Because she her had name a, definitely wasn't. Oh, it was Julia. Her first name because she was going to be Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. Oh yeah. Fucking watch the movie, Luke. Get on. Move on. <laughs> Fuck uh, off. <laughs> Jackie Sandler played the redheaded angel. Oh yeah, she oh, did. I she knew, I did she's, know in, that. she's in lots of the movies. I never. But she noticed was credited her. not as Sandler because I think this may have been before they were married. Maybe I never noticed yeah. her. But she's credited in a lot of the ones. Yeah, um, they was this before yet. they were married? Because this I'm pretty sure the last movie together. she was in this was, was their movie after they were probably together. She was in Big Daddy. Yeah, and that she was credited in that movie as like your your trivia was this is the first movie she's in when yeah. they were married. No, 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 it was the first movie that they were in together. Yeah. Okay. She's probably credited you know on IMDb as Jackie Sandler because and the that's reason her name. Uh, that I know they're not married yet necessarily maybe they were who knows who gives a shit. Adam Sandler's dog in real life, hey, it's Meatball, Meatball, is the son of the dog that p- plays Mr. Beefy. What's oh. a ball? Oh. Uh, Meatball. Was Adam Sandler's best man at his wedding? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I knew that about. I the, knew all of them. Was it Motsab- 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 Was it Motsab- 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 Motsab-
Yeah, yeah, he has. He's had a couple of uh, very I like, good stuff. Chris, I like that you Grateful disparagingly Dogs. said, "Oh, who gives a shit about their relationship?" Says Chris, the person who's currently participating in a podcast entirely about Adam Sandler. Yeah, fuck him. I give shit. What I care about is Doug Greenwald and his best manhood. I don't care. I'm just going to contribute hundreds of hours of my life to talking about him. How do you think Adam Sandler's? Fr- How do you think? Alakova felt that he wasn't the best man and a dog was. He, he probably felt good. It means he could be more covert. I think... He I think he's hiding in the rafters. I, <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, the reason it was, couldn't find him. He was like, oh, the dog. My understanding of Adam Sandler's relationship with that dog was that, like, they were, like, best friends. Like, man, I'd have... Like, if I had a dog, a great dog... Yeah. Like, I'd be... Yeah. Also, that's a good reason to be like, you know, look, Alan, Peter, John... I just, I can't choose Kevin. between, like, well, this is before, <laughs> new, this is new friend, Kevin. Kevin, my new friend, Kevin, uh, from work, uh, he's like, you know, this is, you know, it's, it's very hard for me to choose between you, did you say Rob, so you don't have to, no, Rob no, from work, no, Rob, Rob, Rob wasn't part of this conversation, <laughs> so he's like, Rob is not included in the group Rob is not included in the group text, it's Rob hard for me to choose between like, you, you can do it. it's hard for me to choose between you, and Rob's so the easier, text. the easier option is, I'm just gonna pick my dog. <laughs> like you don't have to. You don't have to. You know. You don't have to break it to, you know, to Peter and John that that Alan's getting the spot. If you know the dog is a different thing. Also, presumably a great bulldog because he's a very well behaved bulldog in this movie. Yes, well trained. Does a great job. No, I pissed on that thing one time. Yeah, that weird CGI piss. <laughs> More accurately, it didn't piss on it, and they had to do it in post. It, it was so thousands it's, of dollars. It's so polite. It they so it's not that well. It's not well trained enough to piss on command. No, it's so Fucking polite. That shit, piss dog. On <laughs> All right, shall we uh, hit up a review? Sure, sure. We're going to completely skip over that other segment. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Keep going. It's <laughs> maybe. I mean, this show doesn't have other segments. No, we've covered it. We've done the Covert Allen Report. We did all We've of done them. the Bechdel Test. Now we've done Chewy's Trivia. Oh, yeah. is it? <clears throat> I mean, we do have the other... We usually do the segment... Um, I mean, this Except one... Except for those titty heads. We've already done the segment in this. We've done... Reese Witherspoon is very pretty. And that's the extent one. that we are going to do. So, yes. <laughs> Let, let's just move on. Oh. Cut that bit out, Morgan. <laughs> now this... Cut this whole thing. Cut me out completely. I don't I want to hear this podcast. <laughs> I'm going home. Oh, shit, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> I sucked in. Okay. This is a review from Robbie-20. Rob Schneider. Potentially. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to assume, as you read this, I'm going to assume that it's Rob Schneider. <laughs> Entitled, Pretty Underrated! Continue. Exclamation mark. Jeez, this movie got the shaft. I thought it was a lot of fun and pretty funny. The Ozzy Osbourne line... Here, kill him with this. Cracks me up every time. It's a weird choice. Very weird takeaway. Yeah. I don't know why this is disdained so much. Sure, it's no Rushmore, but it has its place. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that true. The... I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Weird I enjoy it for what it is. A kind-hearted, dumb, funny comedy in the vein of Dumb and Dumber or Tommy Boy. Both classic movies. In and of themselves. In that category, I give Little Nicky a 10. Blowhards and elitist need not apply. Yeah, fuck you, Oliver. 10 stars. 10, ten? stars out of 5. 10 stars out of 5. Um, 
Look, I largely agree with that. I think it is a lot of fun. I think people shit on it more than is necessary. Well, you think it's it's not comparable Someone to Rushmore? I would agree that Rushmore is a far superior film. I, I think mean, it's a weird choice for a comparison. I mean, I, I, I felt as if I had to have an opinion of it for this movie. I don't really care that much about this movie. Would you give it 10? No. Would you give it 9? No. What would you give it? Give it a 3. Six. Out of 5. A three. Out of five. So 6 oh, out of okay. 10. Okay. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I'll deal with that. It's fine. I'd probably give it like a 7.5. It's fine. It's not great. Take it or leave it. Uh, yeah, it's what it is. There's potential for a good film. I mean, well, uh, yeah, it I'm, has I'm not obviously like I, I keep saying it's a good movie, but I'm not rating it objectively. Okay, I'm right. saying I enjoyed this movie. I just like consider. I don't know what it, like going through this in terms of recommending whether or not people watch this. I don't know that it really adds or takes you, anything away from the past. Watch- I yeah, think it's interesting it. to see a different direction. I don't recommend watching a whole movie. Just maybe no. watch a little if bit you of watch this movie, about If this you watch character. this movie when you were like 12 years old and you haven't seen it since, definitely watch it. If you, but if you want to see a ridiculous movie that represents a strange example of a strange choice made by Adam Sandler, The Waterboy is a better example of that. I enjoyed this more than The Waterboy. Yeah, no, but The I Waterboy... No, I'm not uh, saying... I think... Yeah, the, more than The Waterboy. The, I, I think I, this is a considerably I'm even, less I'm offensive not, portrayal. I'm not saying whether or not it was better or worse than The Waterboy. I think The Waterboy is a better example of... Like more quintessential a, version? Or of what? a confusing choice made by the people mm-hmm. that made the movie. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's very... It's a lot more standalone. Well, I think that's, again... This feels like it's capitalising on trend. But again, basically. but again, this goes back to my points that I've made in those previous episodes where The Waterboy was just ridiculous people in ridiculous situations, so it just wasn't that interesting. This is like, this hey, movie is, all this, like... This, this all, is normal as hell. No, but this movie frames it in a way... That makes Normal it like, as hell. But, <laughs> like the Waterboy was like it was ridiculous for no discernible reason. This is like you know why it is the way it is. Like it's a fantasy kind of movie. This movie feels like it's mostly to do with the fact that all the, like the music that's in it. It's like this is a thing that people like now. We'll make a movie for these people. Yeah, but that's <laughs> every movie for its era. Yes, yes. Like every single movie made in a specific era. If you watch it later, is it, music will always date a movie. Yeah. But it feels like that's unless it. it's like a timeless like eighties synth like. I remember thinking that like John Carpenter like John Carpenter movies and stuff like that. The soundtrack like or, or like fucking Casablanca's soundtrack was garbage. But like but but like eighties horror movies I think hold up really well because that tense synth stuff like to this day because also because that style is still used for example like Stranger Things on Netflix recently like that style is still emulated to a point where it still feels current. Yeah. But generally, if you're going to use popular music like just like. Current popular music in a movie, it's going to date the movie horribly. Oh yeah, yeah. like what was the last one we watched? Dish Bigelow. That was that was a dated soundtrack. Yeah, and it always will be because had Smash Mouth, didn't it? Unless you, oh, yeah, oh, it, it had more than one Smash Mouth song. Unless you, yeah, it's it, unless you're like real hard. Unless you're a movie, unless you're a movie that just used like specifically like a, a, a entirely written score, like you know something like Star Wars or whatever. It's like it's timeless because it's all like orchestral music just for that. But but of course not every fucking movie's gonna do that. If this movie had an orchestral score, it'd be fucking bizarre. And I wouldn't have felt like I was on the half pipe from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. So what would be the Which point? I enjoyed so much. I did. I, I that took my nostalgia real. I movie. enjoyed yeah. the music. This movie. This movie. Like that's the thing. That's that's the the flip side of it. Is like it may date it, but it will also if you remember that stuff will like really like spark that nostalgia. I, I liked it at the time. Yeah, the music in this. But I mean, I, yeah, I liked it now. I like the movie now. <laughs> I didn't the music. I was like, oh, you know, yeah, the music is it's pretty Morgan. Morgan, enough dirt bikes in this movie? No, not enough. Morgan, enough. Morgan does like shit. Music Too many wheelchairs. Do you have a kissing corner this week? Uh no, I do not. Sorry, what? A kissing corner. Morgan's a kissing, kissing booth. booth. 
Well, I was kissing both. Am I? Have you ever been? Have you ever been to this podcast? <laughs> are you think what? Who are you? What is that? Am I blanking on this? No, completely? we've definitely done it with you before. Both. <laughs> this segment, we're doing the kisses. Okay. The last time we did it was the sausage kiss. Do you, you were here for that, right? It started in that? the wedding singer. That was in big. So day. you weren't here, but we've done it. He took it. He took the person to the. We may have done it, but not touched on it for very long. So I didn't think anything of it. Morgan's kissing Ruth is a thing. Yes. This movie didn't have any impressionable kisses that left. Okay. Him. I feel. Like uh, I disagree. The scene where got, got the scene where Nikki and Valerie first. Oh, I do remember that. The scene where Nikki and Valerie <laughs> finally kiss is fucking awkward as shit. <laughs> Oh no! I'll I'll uh, I'll take over the kissing booth this week. Are you going to talk about booby head? And... No, 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 no! I'm not. I'm going to talk about that one where Nikki says that looks like it tastes awesome, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it did look like it tasted awesome. They were like having a great time. They're going for it. That was a that was a good little kiss. <laughs> I give that kiss four kisses. Out of how many kisses? Five, five kisses. kisses. <laughs> No, you don't do the five. You didn't get five. That is way more was five. I, I realised I wasn't counting and I didn't care. <laughs> I, I, give it, I just got carried away with the kisses. What if you were to say that it was uh, 90 kisses out of 100? Let's not do that. Well, and uh, let's find out. Oliver, good job. <laughs> so, I feel like we're getting to the end of this We're podcast. done. We're done. There was just one thing I wanted to say. Um, it was right at the end of the movie and Luke might want to take over because I don't feel like continuing to talk. Okay. Um... There's a bit at the end, which I thought was actually, like, I think Luca would particularly be interested, but it, I, I thought it was quite, because like, we're now getting past, this is post um, Chris Farley passing away. Yes. And there actually is quite, actually is quite a nice tribute at the end that I thought it seemed like something that he would appreciate. Yes. And I liked um, that. So, yeah, it was that. Yeah, uh, I noticed that. Well, that okay, nice. so, the, like, well, first of all, like, yeah, the devil says to, like, to Rich Witherspoon's, like, angel characters, like, you know, I'm still in love with you, oh, which is, like, you're all right. And then, but then it's like, oh, they couldn't make it work. And instead, uh... She, yeah, and it, uh, basically it says that she, she immediately, dated aerobics she immediately fell in love with her aerobics instructor uh, in heaven, Chris Farley, who had just passed away, so he was now in heaven. He passed away like three years before this But not like, yes. yeah, long, I mean, when this movie came out, though, it would have been yes. in production for a while. But so, yeah. yeah, it was just kind of a sweet tribute. And also, like, yeah, I mean, first of all, I think Chris Farley would, would like the tribute, but also the fact that the implication that he's fucking Reese Witherspoon <laughs> is pretty sweet, too. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. All around. You could do worse. It's good stuff. Yes. Well done, Chris Farley. Yes. So what? Up, we miss you, Chris Farley. What up next week, Luke? I know what it is. But just, uh, next Joe week, Dirt. yes, it is Joe Dirt. So next it's week, another guest ooh, appearance. I am Joe. Yeah. So next week, uh, yeah, we're, we're on to another uh, EP. Sandlaw as EP. So uh, I don't. I've seen the movie before. I don't. Not for it's a David while. Spade. Yeah. Yes. I don't recall whether he's in it at all, even as a cameo. Don't believe he is. But in any event, uh, he is certainly. Uh, it's it's it's. I believe it's part of his canon his in the sense that yeah, he 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 was involved. He was heavily involved. So it will be another guest episode. The uh, hand of sand. You know, obviously the that's sand. sand, sand. Oh, that's sand. A hand Boy. covered in sand. There, there, yeah, we will be having the hand coming out of the sand. Yeah, all right. <laughs> the big sandy hand. Okay, I feel like I feel like we've covered this enough. And uh, the sand job from the beach. So a sand job sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah it really does. Does. It's, a sand, it's, a, it's a hand. It's a, it's a hand job with sandpaper. It's, in it's it. just a, a, a messy hand job with a beach. Is what it is. So, or, it's, or it's like a cat getting in there, guys. So yeah, <laughs> we're doing. Uh, yeah, join it next week. There will be a guest. Uh, you have to tune in to find out who it is. Uh, it, Who's it gonna be? It, we don't know. Oh, maybe, we, well, maybe we do. Maybe, maybe it's we, just Evan again. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> But we'll find out next week. We'll all find out together. Uh, feel free to watch the movie. From memory, it's not very good. 
I don't know that that's true, Luke. We may flip our <laughs> positions exactly next week. I watched it when I was young and thought it was pretty good. So we'll see what happens. Again, I haven't seen it. Oh, My boy. first impression. Too oh. young, buddy. Too young. Should right. we wrap it up, boys? Yes, we sure yeah. will. Let's go fight someone at the train station. Yeah. Fight, 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 fight.